G'day folks, welcome back to Measure Twice, Cut Once, the show that uh, delivers you a weekly dose of, I don't know what, but it's a weekly dose. Woodly goodness. Woodly goodness, that's a newie. <laughs> so, taking you through for the next uh, period of time is myself, Dirk from Sumo's Projects, found anywhere you want to look, um, and Hossman, built by Chris. G'day mate. How you going? Good. Can I just say, um, I'm glad to see you're actually wearing your Sumo's Projects t-shirt for a change. What's wrong with the other t-shirt? Nothing. Measure twice, cut once? Just, what? I'm just glad you're wearing it, that's all. You're just glad? Yeah. All right. I'm glad you've uh, got a semi-clean top on, so it's better than you've I'm seen. always busy, dude. Better than you've been groomed in the past, Chris. So yeah, anyway, uh, anyway enough. enough of that. Carry on. Carry on. We are. Um, yeah, good show coming up today, mate. Oh, I, yes. um, I think uh, we have a, a guest in the house. We do. Yes, we do have a guest in the house. He's in the green room at the moment. So what's he doing there? Um, well, he's probably stealing all my stuff. Yeah. You've got a lot of green notes in there, haven't you? I do. Yeah, I've seen you trading there today. <laughs> anyway, so I reckon we crack on. And uh, thank you also to all our partners. Yes. And if you haven't subscribed, what are you going to do? Subscribe. Yeah, hit the bloody bell. Yeah. Tell you, tell everyone. That's how it works, Good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, without further ado, let's uh, welcome our guest all the way from Melbourne. Melbourne? Part of Melbourne. Sometime, I thought he was in uh, Hobart. Took him a while to get here. Yeah, today, yeah, I know. Yeah. He drives like an old man. Oh, yeah. well. <laughs> He's got a Ford. What more can I say? Yeah. We have uh, <laughs> Joe from Joe's Burgerbench on. Yeah, let's bring him on. All right, so it's a, it's a great pleasure to uh, welcome to the show Joe from Joe's Workbench. Um, Joe's uh, a maker from Melbourne Town here, not too far away from where Chris uh, resides. Mm -hmm. And um, we've got you on the show today, Joe. We're going to have a bit of a chat about uh, things that you do. Um, show a bit of video footage throughout this video. Now, my workshop's 7 by 5 metres. It's not the biggest workshop, but it does everything I need. The heart of the workshop is my combination machine, which is an 8-foot slider with scoring blade. It also has the jointer function, thickness of function, and there's a mortiser table that I add here sometimes as well. In this corner, I have machinery on mobile bases. I have a spindle sander, my disc sander, bandsaw, and the dust collection, which is piped to all the machinery here. As well as your workshop, a little bit of a tour you've uh, done for us. Plus, um, we're going to talk about CNC and uh, what's 3D, the 3D printing. 3D printing. There, there are a couple of things that are, are pretty hot at the moment, you know, like um, people taking on these uh, sort of computer, what do you call it, computer numerical control type making, hmm. rather than just the, uh, you know, the conventional. But um, yeah, so Chris, do you want to take it away and let Joe explain a little bit about um, what he's about? Yeah, no, all, all I've got to do is say welcome aboard, Joe. Thanks. Um, bit of deja vu happening here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah just a wee bit. But um, yeah. but uh, yeah, just let us know, uh, how did you get started in the woodworking game? Uh, what's your, just your background? Sure. Uh, my background is actually IT. Um, I really wasn't into woodworking at all until I bought a house. And um, one day we were removing a fence and I cut down an old post. And when I saw that grain and that beautiful red gum, I was hooked. And uh, I just started woodworking from then, self-taught. Um, bought the tools 
uh, during most of the tools while I was renovating um, and taught myself as I went along. Mm. And that's how I sort of started. My day job is in IT. So usually I, I, I try to stay away from technology. Well, I did for the first few years, um, just to have a break from my day job. Yeah. But slowly and slowly that technology creeped into my daily use yep. and now I've got the 3D printers and the CNC machine. Yeah, but it's not really, um, not the same as your day job though, is no, it? No, you know. not at all. Because with the 3D printer and the CNC, you actually enjoy doing that, don't you? That's right, 100%. <laughs> so, you know, during the tertiary years, uh, did you have access to or classes in woodworking or any other types no, of... No, never did any woodworking classes. There was a woodworking class in my high school, but all, everybody wanted to do it, and mm. I never seemed to get in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it was the number one thing. All, all the kids wanted to make baseball bats. From <laughs> where you live, it's yeah. probably <laughs> yeah. a weapon of choice back there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody wanted a baseball bat. Okay, yeah. so you know, fast forward uh, until the time that um, you had to do some renovating, and um, you know, just you, I, I suppose everyone gets a bug at a different stage of uh, their journey. Um, well, Chris, we, we probably did a little bit earlier at school days, but then yeah, I took good working in school and everything, and had uh, a long hiatus, and then uh, yeah. bounced back into it. Yep. But I reckon um, my grandfather's one that got me sort of uh, into the woodworking side of things because he was he was a very good woodworker. Yep. Yeah, okay. I had the pleasure of um, being in his workshop yep. over in Poland, and um, he just had so many tools there. But the thing is, uh, I don't want to sort of digress too far um the thing is when when um the olympics were on in russia in 1980 yeah mm -hmm. in 1977 eight nine you couldn't buy timber nails paint nothing in in poland because it all went over to russia to build the stadiums really yeah well there you go my, my granddad I, I remember him being you know just beside himself he couldn't do anything yeah yeah cut down a tree but... Yeah, you could have done that. Yeah, there weren't too many greenies back then, were there, in Poland? No. <laughs> a lot of reds. Yeah, a lot no. of reds. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're getting off topic there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Joe, what, sort of, what did you, uh, when you got the bug, what were some of the first projects? Like We, we all tend to go with a basic cutting board? or uh, Yeah, I, I set off with things like coffee tables, um, TV units, smaller projects like that, a couple mm. of cabinets. And believe it or not, then I built a kitchen and a couple of vanities and I built it from scratch and I even sprayed it in two-pack all on my own. Who taught you these skills? No, no one, I just had a go, you know. That's it, that's all it my, takes. My, my, my way of thinking was, you know, one decent project like that pays for the tool. Mm. And if I make a mistake, if I get too upset, I'll just walk away for the day, take a break, you know, have a, have a crack tomorrow. Yeah. But a kitchen is um, you're outlaying quite a bit of money for yeah, materials. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you know the money that you save building a kitchen pays for your oven, your range hood, your microwave, mm. you know your sinks and all that stuff, and you're still way ahead of the game. Okay. And you build exactly what you want. That's it. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And that still stands in where you live yeah, today. It's, it's my kitchen and my vanities today. Yeah. So it's like that's on that's one of the first things on your on your ref, reference sheet, isn't it? You can show people. Oh, or visitors, you know. I've I've been to his kitchen and, and we're just sort of standing. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. <laughs> well, is a marble rolling? Yeah, <laughs> um, well, all right. We've had uh, talked about his early days. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll talk about what he's doing now.
Good idea. G'day, Hoss. You look like you're in trouble. Yeah, Harry. Thanks, mate. Um, I've been trying to sand up this blank, but I just can't get it shiny enough. Mate, I've got a two-part solution from Custom Creations. Really? Does it work? Give it a try. I will. How'd you go, mate? Harry, that was the best stuff you could have given me. Look how shiny this pen's come up. That is superb. I oh, love it. It's brilliant. Over here I have all my hand tools. Uh, most of it is Festool. I have things like planers, sanders, my router, domino, a couple of Festool drills, track saw, and the um, Lamello Clamex, which is basically a, bit, um, a biscuit joiner. I have a, a drum sander for flattening things. Yeah, Joe, that's, uh, that's pretty good, mate. That's a good start to uh, any type of hobby, if you call it a hobby. Um, I think we all call it a hobby now. Um, so, you know, going to this stage of your uh, making journey, so to speak, um, where are you at as far as uh, you mentioned that you're getting into CNC? Um, I always forget the other one. 3D, 3D printing. 3D printing, yeah. yeah. Um, how are you enjoying that and are you... Are you Pretty good at it. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's it's a great tool to have. Mm. It's great for doing things like jigs and accessories and and getting your head around complicated projects. Yep. The beauty of doing things electronically is you're not making noise. You're not making dust. You can do it at two o'clock in the morning. You can do it first thing in the morning. You're not upsetting neighbours. You're not uh, inconveniencing anyone. I can do it at work in a lunch mm. break. So I can plan my projects, get my head around it, and have something ready to go when I walk into the workshop first thing Saturday morning. Mm. That's a time saver. Yeah, because we, we, we had spoken about that uh, prior and you said that I think your 3D printer is set up inside. That's right, yeah, I've got two printers in enclosures in a little study. Okay. What sort of, what sort of 3D printers uh, are they? Two 3D printers. Mm. I've got a little Ender 3 and a CR10S, which is a slightly bigger version. It shares most of the same accessories, mm -hmm. so I can use the same parts when parts break and need replacing and, okay. and stuff like that. So, well, I, I bought the uh, the Ender 3 on yep. your recommendation because mm. you told me it was a good uh, entry-level yep. 3D printer. And uh, and I'll say it is a great little unit. I've, I've printed quite a fair bit yeah. off it now. Good so good Yeah, it's a very good machine. But I will, um, when I do my, uh, my study, I've got a, a spot that it goes into and I'm going to put another 3 in there with them. So I'm going to have yeah. 4 of the Ender 3s. I'm a bit of a I don't do things by halves, right? <laughs> no, we, we know that, Chris. I'm a bit of a layman. Joe, what, what sort of things do you make out of a, with a 3D printer? What can you create? Uh, anything that works in plastic, you can pretty much create. I've done um, edge clamps just to help me out in small jobs. Oh, yeah. I've done dust boots and clamps for the CNC machine, mm. uh, squares, marking gauges. You can... Um, make roundover jigs that you use in your round, router table, yeah. things like that. Um, you know, spacers, I've made um, tables with metal legs and the hollow tube, I've made the little end caps, Yep. things like that. So pretty much yeah, customised, isn't anything, it? Anything you can think of, it's a great accessory. The first thing I did with my 3D printer was fix my microwave. Yeah. Um, there was a broken latch internally and rather than spend two, three hundred bucks on a new microwave, mm. I printed a two dollar part and save the microwave. And basically I got the printer for free. 
So how do you replicate that part? So I pulled the printer, I pulled the um, microwave apart, pulled the part out, sat there with a the caliper and drew it in 3D, in Fusion 360, printed off a test piece mm. um, and it fit. And then I increased some of the dimensions that I could to make the part stronger than the original. That's, uh, that's amazing. It's, it's old school, isn't it? Yeah. It's mm. like a cobbler used to fix your shoes and anything around that, you know. Um, different sorts of technician. You're a technician at home now. Yep. So is it, is it, is it pretty much a, an endless you know, pursuit where if something breaks down, you can replicate it as long as it's a plastic component? Within reason. I mean, plastics have some of the limitations, mm. you know, depending on the materials you're printing. Um, some plastics don't like being in cars <laughs> or in the sun. Okay. Um, and some plastics are harder to print than others. It depends on your machine and your skill and do you have an enclosure and can you heat it and things like that. So, so just out of curiosity, if you want to make some accessories for your car, yep. like some extra cup holders and things yep. like that, yep. you, you can make that. Yeah, you model it in 3D um, and you've just got to figure out the best way of printing the material that works in a car. Mm. Usually it's uh, ABS or PETG. Can't use PLA for uh, a car? PLA will warp. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And, and, and with these, can you add on other componentry such as uh, metallic parts and integrate that so you can have a spring action? Yeah, sure. You can, you can integrate parts. You can, um, some people actually pause the print. So they'll print a hollow section, mm. pause the print, insert magnets, and then print over it mm. so it's embedded. Yeah, okay. you can do anything you want. Mate, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm just learning uh, Fusion 360 at the moment and um, I walk away from that screen with a headache, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, because you, you, I mean, I can't draw to save my life, right? Um, it makes it a bit easier on a, a, like on a computer, but I'm still trying to get, wrap my head around this 3D thing so you can see it from all angles and... I mean, yeah. uh, SketchUp took me, Jesus, six months before I yeah. started, you know, making a box. Yeah. So. I am so 1860s with this stuff. Uh, I just learned how to strike a match not long ago. So I'm catching up slowly to, you know, your expertise there, Joe. No, but it's... Um, well, they only just got electricity where you lived, didn't they? So. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's a uh, yep, diesel generator, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. going all right at the moment. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, CNC aspect. Yep. Uh, I mean, I know that Chris is really hooked on it now, and it's something I don't know if you were into it before, Chris, or did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, way before. Way before. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what 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 do you get out of that, Joe? What sort of things can you sort of manufacture? CNC is very similar to 3D printing. You're yep. using pretty much the same software, the same design techniques, and you're just working with wood. It allows mm. you to be more accurate than I could be by hand. The, the way someone explained it to me was with, uh, with a CNC machine, you're removing material to get to end product. With a 3D printer, you're adding material. Additive. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Is, is this a, a, a large learning curve to yeah. understand? If, if you know how to 3D print, you can CNC pretty easily and vice versa. Because the back end, the design software, the way of thinking, uh, Fusion 360, exporting the files, it's pretty much the same. Say, say if you were to sit me down in front of a, a CNC or 3D printer, where would you begin with my lack of knowledge about it? You, know? you, you would start with the software. You'd start with Fusion. This is how you turn the computer on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fusion 360, draw something up, 
and then it's a matter of exporting it into a format that whatever you're printing or CNCing uh, would work with. Really? So, yeah. And how long would it, uh, you know, arguably everyone learns at a different pace, but if you were to say to me, I can teach you this in a day, a week, a oh, month. If you were cutting text on a, on a chopping board or something like that, you could probably do it in, within an hour. Really? Yep. It's not hard. Generate the text. That was that was my biggest fear. Yeah, that was yeah. my biggest fear when I started learning yeah. this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, how long would it take me to like the learning curve? Yeah, mm -hmm. it wasn't that long. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I think it is a fear because it's you know, like for some people, learning even editing software on a computer is yeah. can be you know a bit daunting. Mm -hmm. But I think if you accept that you're able to do that or use any other type of software programming, um, this is only a similar thing where the tool. Yeah, I, you know, it's tool-based, so it's user-friendly. You're not actually putting the program in physically. Yeah, yeah. the basics are, are quite easy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. you could do 80% of what you need to do quite easily and pick it up quite okay. fast. It's just that little 10 or 20% um, that will <coughs> take your lifetime. Hmm. So what have you made on the CNC? Uh, CNC, I've done... Mainly accessories to other things. So I don't usually make something that's standalone just on the CNC. Okay. So um, recently I did an entertainment unit and I cut all the grooves and all the decorations on, on the doors. Mm -hmm. uh, the rear of the unit, I cut the holes for the power cables mm -hmm. and, and things like that. Okay. Just to, instead of doing round, I could do a fancy rectangle that just looks a little bit better. Yeah. You know? and, and do you think it takes uh, the, the time process... You know, like if you do it conventionally as to setting up a CNC, does that eliminate a lot of the time needed to finish your job? If you're doing a one-off, it's probably on par. Okay. If you're doing multiples, the CNC wins every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um, from what I've seen, my favourite part of it is uh, cutting boards or charcuterie. You can put some nice font on there. You know, oh, you can personalise it, yeah. yeah. Mum's, you know... Mum's kitchen. Kitchen or, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, beautiful stuff, yeah. That's great. Yeah, oh, well, let's, uh, let's have a little listen to an ad from one of our partners, Chris. I think we'll, uh, yeah. Sounds like a good we'll idea. Just have a bit what of do you reckon, Joe? Yeah, go for it. Go right. for it. G'day, bud. How you going, Papa? I'm good, mate. Listen, have you got any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. I, I just happen to have them here in front of you. Okay, I want to buy them, please, because I'm going to turn some pens. It's a pleasure to be able to do business. Here they are, sir. And uh, many happy returns on your pen-making endeavours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, sir, you have to pay for them. My lathe, my shop vac, my blue carve CNC, drill press of course. Over here I keep my sharpening equipment, a small metal lathe. In here I keep all my consumables, things like tapes, pliers, brushes, clamps. All my sandpaper is stored here. Hand tools are here beside my workbench. All my hand planes chisels, squares, hammers, things like that. Beside my workbench, I keep all my clamps. And 
On this side, I have a router table, compressed air, all on reels, and an extra PowerPoint show needed. So, you know, that's where we're now all sort of uh, understanding where you're coming from. I, I you know, I, I have that fear like everyone, but one day when I buy Chris's uh, CNC, I'll, <laughs> I won't have that fear as much. Yeah, that's not too far away too, no. by the way. What, what, are your, what are your sort of aspirations like, with the knowledge you've got now, Joe, taking that into the future and where do you want to see what you can make and create going? I mean, <clears throat> long term, I really want to um, spend more time in the shed, more time making stuff, just tinkering. Mm. No, no real goal, no real aim, just have some fun. Yep. Um, I'd like to slow down full-time work, yep. have some time and just get spend more time in the shed, mm. you know, get out there. Most... Most men say they want to spend more time with their partners, but um, oh, except Chris, he's, uh, his partner's where we're standing. <laughs> he's uh, running hell at the moment, so um, let's leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. See, so you've had children and baby powder and things like that. Gee, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, Joe. That's um, yeah. It'd be interesting to talk to you in 12 months or 24 months to see. Where, where, you, where you've got yeah. to, you know. Yeah, I need a couple more. Just a quick question, because uh, I know what my answer would be to this. Um, is it a release from everyday life, being oh, in your workshop? 100%, 100%. It's like you open that door, you smell that sawdust, mm. and your blood pressure goes down. Yep. yep. It's just that. I think that's everybody. And again, switch off. Yeah, I've said yeah. it before, you know, every time we ask a, a guest, you know, what they get most out of their workshop, and it's just the, the, the relaxation of it. You know, the, the mind-clearing stuff, yeah? yeah? Switch your brain off. Yeah. And just focus on what you're doing and forget the world. To me, this this actual show is part of that for my, not therapy, but my, you know, sort of release of uh, outside the sphere of work and, you know, being at home. This mm. is this is like we enjoy producing this, interviewing yeah. quality guests yeah, and, and, sure. and understanding and learning new things. So, you know, at the end of the day... And as you said, the workshop is a place where it's your little bit of a harmonious space. So would, would um, Joe's workbench go um, into like a business mode? If once you leave your actual job, would you sort of turn it into a business? Yeah, the, the, the idea is to make enough money to pay for itself. Yeah. So that uh, I, I don't have to justify buying a new tool, tool mm. or a new accessory or upgrading a CNC machine or a 3D printer. Yeah. It can pay its own way. Yep. That's a good way to... Yeah. Speaking of tools... Strategise it. What are you looking at me? No, no, this, this guy here. <laughs> he's got a lot of green in his... Dry uh... Abbey? No, oh. grey and green. Oh, OK. And he won't sell any of it. Well, maybe he wants to use it Well, going forwards. Hang on. The last time I went to your workshop, you said, oh, yeah, I've got this here, but I don't use it very often. Yep. I offered to buy it off you. Sentimental value, Chris. I don't often use it, but as soon as I sell it, I'm going to have to use it for something, and I won't have it. And, yeah, prices have gone up on if you have to repurchase. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. So nothing's for sale in your no, wheelchair? No, absolutely. Have, have, have you got a welding cart? Yes. <laughs> you have? Yep. Okay. That old welding cart. <laughs> I'll get rid of it. I will get rid of it. Chris, I think he's offered it to about 200 people. No one wants I might it. even offer it as a prize at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So any, any last words, Joe? We, we, like, you know, thanks for coming in, firstly. Um, I know you've, had, you've been here before. Yep. 
It's a bit of deja vu. Mm. We, were, we were actually a little bit differently positioned last time yes. Joe was yeah. in, in at your place here, Chris. But um, Yeah, we tried something different and needless to say it didn't quite work. No, no, bit us on the heel. Yeah. Um, yeah, any, any famous last words exciting. you'd like to... Have a crack, enjoy it. Don't yeah. be afraid to make mistakes, that's how we all learn. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and the costs of making mistakes really aren't that much. Yeah. You're not doing an apprenticeship, you're not spending no. four years learning to do something. Take those mistakes as uh, your own personal yep. know, apprenticeship. Yep. Walk away, take advice. a break, have a think about it and learn from it. Good yeah. advice. And, and, and above it. all, yeah, enjoy it. I was yeah. just going to say, above all, enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah. Cool. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much. No problems. And uh, we'll definitely have Joe on Measure Twice Cut once. Again? Yes. Again. And uh, so we try to keep diversifying the show mm -hmm. and having some panel discussions in yes, the future, Yes, Oh, well, have you let the cat out of the bag there? Oh, no, no. This is just part of life. Okay, it's got right. to happen, you know. No worries. Just like left foot in front of the right. I feel you, dog. And then trip over. Mm. No worries. All right, let's hear from uh, one of our partners. Again. Again. G'day Hoss, how are you Harry? Good thank you. I'm looking at doing a little bit of epoxy work. Yes, I can help you there. Do you have a product? I do. Who, who does it come from? It comes from Hammeroo. Let me have a look please. My my, that looks like a two part mix. It is a two part mix and it's a two to one mix as it says on the bottle. Is it made in Australia? It is. I might take a few more then. Well I only have these. I'll take those, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome, boss. Got the pipe. Hoss, mate, that was a quality guest once again. Yes, always. We have nothing but quality guests on our show. And you know what? Sometimes we have to go and resort to filming with our guests uh, remotely. Mm. But there's nothing better than when they can join us in, in the shop. Yeah. And that's great. Um, I, I've taken a few things away with the chat with Joe today. That's not to be afraid to give things a go. Yep. And also, you know, the fact that nothing's beyond your learning. No. Um, so, yeah. I think we uh, spoke about it uh, once before, that if you've got the passion to do it, yeah, then you'll learn it very quickly. Yeah. If, if it's something that you go, oh, I don't really want to, you're never going to pick it up. So. No. And, and we have in previous episodes said, like, Whatever we do is a lifelong activity. You know, you, you might you might sort of refine it or change it up, but I, I dare say most people who start will end up having the same sheds, mm. or maybe change the setup. But the the philosophy is always there. Well, mine's evolved. It has from yeah. from where it was to where it is today. Um, it's chalk and cheese. And I, I can't see this changing because to no. me, it's 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 done. Yeah, no, no, this is it. It's this done. is the last iteration. I mean. Yeah. Other than the odd tweak here and there, yeah. um, this is it. Yep. I've just got to dig a big enough hole so that when they bury me, they can bury me in this, in the ground. It's I'm concrete. taking this with me. It's concrete. Okay, I'm taking it all with me. All right. <laughs> so just like to reiterate, can you please, uh, if you if you enjoy what we do, subscribe to our uh, channel. Yep. Hit that notification bell and hit, you know, uh, everything. All. 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 And, and please do recommend it uh, around to people who are like-minded. Yeah, because share it. Share it around. We want to grow this channel. We just don't want to stagnate. So we, we want to put the effort and energy and get those guests and, and really make it work. Yep. So. And we're trying to... Um, we're really trying to make this a quality show. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Uh, I mean, I'm, you're, you're always behind the scenes getting all the people to come onto the show, which is great work, you know, because I, I hate talking to people. And, um, and I'm doing the, um, all, the edit. all the editing and, and all that sort of stuff. So. Yep. And occasionally we'll fail, you know, but yeah, we learn from our mistakes yeah. and that's life. We're not perfect. We're not getting paid to do this. No, so. we're, we're only human. So. <laughs> yeah, too right. All right, so thanks to also our back, back of the room production crew. Yep. Rob. Our director for today. Yep. 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 You should see the marks on me back. The whiff, I know. Yeah. You thought I was tough. I know. <laughs> All right, till next week, I'm going to sign off by saying, hoo I'll say, bye for now. Are we a little bit skewed? with? No, no, it looks straight to me. It's just the, uh, the monitor. Don't look at the monitor. <laughs> oh, for the oh, love of monitor. <laughs> You're going to be on the blooper reel, mate. Yeah, always. Was that all right? So far, so good. Was that a good cue? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if... That's better. That Ooh, there's a bit of curry behind that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. You didn't push record.